Hi everyone, it's awesome for me to come to you from outside like this. I haven't done that in a while. Um, today I want to talk to you about a very important topic, I believe. Something that I have found we see in the body of Christ, yet something that's not supposed to be in the body of Christ. Within the body, we unfortunately have this thing called idleness. The very same thing that Paul actually addressed in his letters when he was visiting the church of two Thessalonians. We see that he actually came across a church, a group of believers who were people who seemed to not be very hardworking, very driven. Instead, they were people who often leaned on others for their support. And in fact, so much so that when Paul ended up in the midst of them, he as a full time minister, someone who has the right to receive uh, offerings for his hard work in ministry, decided to put that right of his aside for a little while so he can work just like the normal average guy does so he can be an example to them. Now, this was crazy and an amazing thing that Paul did. So he went among them and he, and he said the following. We command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus, that you keep away from a brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you. Nor that we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labor we work night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you. It was not because we did not have that right, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. But as for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of him, have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed. Don't regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. As Paul is writing this, it's quite amazing because he is saying, we command you that you ought to work for your own provision. You have to go and you have to toil and labor. You cannot be an idle person. And if anyone is that, have nothing to do with him. Regard him as your brother. If he's a believer, you know, regard him as your brother, but have nothing to do with him so that he may be ashamed until he repents and goes back to work. I don't know how about you, but this is such a big deal in the eyes of Paul, the apostle, for him to speak in such a a strong manner against people. And even to as far as to say, I'm not going to receive any offerings from you guys because I want you guys to see how I work a normal job just like you. Even though I am a minister, I'm going to put that aside for a while so you can see how hard I work so you can have something to imitate. Now, Brothers and sisters, the reason I am making this video and, and is because this is important. Paul talked about this in this way because it is important. And today we have people who are in this issue, have fallen into this idleness, this laziness, this whatever you want to call it. And sometimes we fall into it because without even fully realizing it. It's so easy to slip into it. You see, you could 
still live with your mom and dad even though you're out of school even though you're a grown-up and even though you know you're supposed to be able to look after yourself you will still live with mom and dad because you can't because you don't have a job you you haven't found one you haven't searched for one rather and now you're not working and now you're leeching off of them now there's nothing wrong with living with mom and dad if we're trying to be you know uh, have a maybe we we can save up for buying our own house later all right there's all this is and i'm not against living with mom and dad but what the problem is is when we we start getting used to dependency on others and we start saying you know what my mom and dad are still looking after me yes i'm a grown adult but you know I'm gonna play my video games and as long as I can get away with that you know I'm gonna be able to I'm gonna take this opportunity and you know I'm not gonna find a proper job I'm not gonna plan for the future and then what I oftentimes see even especially with guys is they're in this mode and then suddenly they find someone who they're interested in and like uh, someone who they want to marry and then they start realizing wow for me to look after her I actually need to find a job like now I actually need to I need to start looking at finding a job to so I can actually provide because I tried to ask her to marry me but her dad said I can't because I don't I'm still living with my mom and dad and I don't even have a job yet now okay let me let me jump and let me try and find a job so I can marry this lady but now you see we if we were gonna be responsible in the Lord we had to be one step ahead of this stuff we had to be finding a job long before we find a wife you know, in an ideal world, we, we want to be, and we, by the time we find a wife, be able to not just have some basic income, but receiving a, a established income that is mature enough to have to, to provide for both me and a wife and possibly kids down the line. You see, brothers and sisters, in the last teaching I did, you know, last week, I talked about how God provides for us and how He is the provision. He, yeah, we work and we toil, but He is ultimately the one who provides. And so we must remember that is very true. But there's another side of the coin. And that is that we also cannot be an idle man. We have to work hard in all we do. You see, the scripture says that in all that you do, work unto the Lord. In other words, even though you work for a boss, even though you may work for, you know, whoever or even yourself as a an entrepreneur or a self-employed person, you don't work for yourself. You don't work for your boss. And all you do, do it unto the Lord first. So here's the thing. If we see that the Lord is our boss or you know, the one who's in charge and the one we work for above all else, we are going to make sure that we are working hard. Because if He is our employer, He is an employer who is worth working hard for. See, we live in a world where we reap what we sow. If we don't go and sow any good seed, go and toil and labor, we can't expect a fruit to come from that. Right? And so, brothers and sisters, I also want to submit to you, you know, maybe you're someone who have you have ideas you have dreams you have visions you have things for the future you want to do and so number one go and see that those things start becoming something because you work hard at it you know you can also be a person who don't you don't know where to begin you don't really know where you're going you don't really know what your ideas or dreams are you don't really know what your calling is and you know most of us are going to be there in that place at some point you know what's the beautiful thing let me just give you an example of my own life. 
I had ideas, right? My man-made ideas of what I'm going to do when I grow up. Um, even when I was starting to become a young adult, right? I, I had ideas. I went to university. I, I studied things. I wanted to become things in life. And those were my ideas. And I worked hard at everything I put my hand to. When I was in university, I studied a degree of work that I am not directly working in today. Nevertheless, when I was in that degree and I studied it, I was in the beginning very behind everyone else because I kind of, you know, um, it was a skill set that I did not develop. I had not developed as well as some of my peers yet um, because I had a very uh, uh, a design oriented degree. But I worked so hard in my years at university that by the end of my honor, when I had my honors and I finished my degree, I was, I was, I was, I, I, God has blessed me with great talents which I developed through that hard work. And now, you know, I entered a career path and, you know, um, thereafter and I started working in that. And the Lord knew from the beginning that I would not work in that career my whole life. He, even though I didn't know that, He knew that from the beginning. And He put me in the degree I was in. He put me in the career in the beginning I was in to learn all the skills I need to ultimately enter the ministry that He entrusted to me today with. And so, you know, back then at the same time of going to university, I was out on the streets. I started just going and praying for people, not because I wanted to become anything, not because I wanted to, you know, get anything out of it. I just wanted to serve God. And that's the way that he put on my heart to do. And so I went, and I just prayed and loved on people on the streets. I went to just go out like that. And and I remember there was a lady who came to me. Uh, in the midst of doing that through the years, just one day she said, PD, I have a word from the Lord for you. The Lord says that what you're doing today, He is going to use you in to travel and teach others to do. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That's fine. All right, that's, that's amazing. Glory to God, if that's true, wow, that's an honor. That would be amazing, but whatever. You see, I didn't go and say, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to wait for that to happen. I'm just going to go and, you know, I'm going to just be idle I'm just gonna go and live with, move in with my parents and wait for this reality this dream to happen no I am gonna go and just go on with what I am doing I'm gonna work hard or whatever is in front of me even though I can't see how it connects maybe completely but the Lord worked it out and I ended up a few years later in ministry and, and in a sequence of events now I'm doing exactly that because I always worked hard at everything in front of me, even though I didn't always understand how it connected to my future, how it connected to maybe even the dream God gave me later. I didn't understand any of it, but whatever was in front of me, I worked hard at. If it meant, if it means for you that you scrub the toilets in an airport, and that's the kind of job that's in front of you right now. You do it as unto the Lord. If it is something that's like working in construction, but and you don't see how it's going to connect with maybe the dream God has put in your heart, you work as it's unto the Lord. Even though it's a construction job that's that's maybe more secular, right? It doesn't matter. What we do, we do unto the Lord at all times in all seasons. Because see, here's the big secret. This is the one big thing that I wish, you know, uh, everyone could understand is that the way that we gain direction in the Lord for our callings. Okay, listen, this is huge. The way we gain direction in the Lord for our callings is by going and doing things.
by going out and actually not being idle. The reason that Paul was so against idleness is because he understood that if you're idle, you're useless for the kingdom. You can be idle in a anything, you will end up being useless for the kingdom because God uses all things, whether it's directly kingdom related or not, to give you more direction. I did a lot of studies. I did a lot of I did a job that was a job that was uh, uh, not for a ministry. It was a secular job for corporate people I worked for, right? And big companies I con did consulting work for and contractual work for and stuff. And that was not directly ministry related. However, I worked as if I was working unto the Lord. And if it was not me reaching people even in my workplace and with my, you know, the people I were meeting through work for the kingdom, it was how God was using the skills I was learning there so that I could apply it today for the kingdom work He put me in even more directly. And so in my working of just doing whatever God put in front of me, how He led me, even though I didn't see it, I gained direction. I gained direction to where I am today. And so let do ask the Lord to just open doors for you. Do what He puts in front of you. If you do much with the little He gives you, and even if you don't understand where it's going, where it's taking you, or how it's relevant to what you really want to do, if you do, if you're faithful with the little He gives you, you will he will give you much more later but if you are not faithful over the little small beginnings he gives you and you say you you say oh i'm i'm too good for that and i'm not going to do that and i'm going to rather just be idle i'm just going to play video games all day or i'm just going to be idle in whichever way all day and i'm not going to go out and and start preparing for my future preparing to get a job a good job and and for, to prepare for a wife or a family, if that's what the Lord put on your heart, or to prepare for the ministry that He's put on your heart, or maybe there's nothing on your heart, but nevertheless, you need to prepare for whatever's on the horizon. The only way you're going to get direction towards that if you get off, get up and start doing. All right. So, brothers and sisters, I hope that this just encourages you. Paul said, if someone is an idle man, have nothing to do with him. That's a strong word. He's literally saying, if you're an idle man, you're, the believers around you should have nothing to do with you until you get up and start and stop being idle and start being productive in whichever way so that God can ultimately lead you onto his path and trust you with more so you can do mighty things for his kingdom. Subscribe to this YouTube channel for more just like this one. Blessings.